Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, episode 75 of Seminar. Uh, I'm Paul Brueggemann, and I directed this thing. And along with me, I have Dave Morgan. Hello. And Josh Bridges. Hello. How are you, gentlemen? Great. Fantastic. Well, okay, so uh, just to start off, I'm going to give some credits where they're due. Uh, This is Dan Foster as the student coming back, um, and he actually voiced both both sides of the student. Um, There's, I think you can hear two different kind of versions of him. Um, He got split um, towards the beginning of this season, I guess. I guess that's what you would call it. Um, And so now he's... Again, trying to figure out what's going on on the planet, how how to find Alice, and find out what this bipedal creature is doing, and it's just all kinds of stuff going on on this planet. Mm-hmm. Taking it away from the usual quote unquote seminar that we were used Taking to. Taking out of the classroom. Right. How are we supposed to get out of here and regenerate now? Um. And I did play the biped, not knowing that it was it was going to be a speaking <laughs> role later on. <laughs> you gotta hate so. it when that happens. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I, I found myself just from the beginning. I thought it was just gonna be this one-off, you know, creature who <laughs> finds these this computer and you know just picks it up and leaves it somewhere and then is never seen again. But nope, that's not how that went. It is determining if I... That's how that thing goes. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. begun to understand it? The new processing unit is native to this planet. So, let's see. Dan does a real good job of uh, differentiating uh, student A and B, or however you're doing it there. Yeah. Yeah, he did a great job. You're not, um, you're not tweaking his uh, pitch, are you? No, I did. Um, but he, he did a lot more characterization between the two, mm-hmm. so it was... It was uh, you could tell who is who, right? But um, I thought it might be a little because in a little bit, um, especially student B, I think. Oh yeah, you just heard he's. Uh, oh yeah, later on he starts like uh, malfunctioning and stuff. So I gave him a little bit more of a of an edgy kind of voice. Mm-hmm. And now we're moving into Dave's short mm-hmm. called John- Johnson. <laughs> Dave, talk to me. This story is based on real events. No way. Yes. It, it happened to me at work. Oh I was at the sink washing my hands. Happened to see behind me one of the sales guys. Didn't put his toys away before oh finishing up. Boy. Oh, Lord. Luckily, it's not a situation like this where he's a boss or anybody I have regular uh-huh. engagement mm-hmm. with, but the idea does come from reality. <laughs> and I figured my pain should be everybody's pain. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Especially mine, Dave. Come on. <laughs> I did warn you, this is the first seminar short ever to feature a talking penis. That's true. That's <laughs> Hopefully true. only. That's not it's not the weirdest one, but... It's not something you can just whip out uh, regularly. <laughs> no pun Watch intended. the phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> Everything's fine. Just working on the Parkins report. Due Monday. After and all. I'll give credits here real quick. Um, this is James Rossi as Stan, uh, and then a uh, Todd Sparrows as Johnson. Oh, and uh, Hannah Jane Condell as Tina. Yes. 
I was very excited when I saw James was part of this because I've worked with him on Kingery and I always, yeah, he's so I good. Enjoyed what he does. So I was, yeah, and Hannah too because I've worked with her a lot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two I'm not as familiar with, so it, that's one good thing about I, the show is hearing the new voices. Yeah, I've not seen Todd or Zeke before uh, for seminar. I know that he's in or Zeke is in uh, in some Shakespeare right now, but he's a newcomer to seminar as far as I know. It's impossible, but it's not that. This is. Worse. So much worse. Worse? How? <sighs> Have you ever seen something so horribly wrong? So, so did you go through all this with, with a co-worker as well? Did you talk to them? Or? I, 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 did, I did discuss with co-workers what I saw, and it was one of those things where we well, because it's office talk, you got to talk about it. I mean, I work with mainly guys, sure. at least, so I, I don't have, it's not quite as awkward. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I figured, you know, having a female voice, A, would just get a female voice into the episode, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To just give him somebody to work his anxiety off of, yeah. right? Yep, and turn into George Costanza, as we <laughs> reference. Yeah, a bit right. Never go full full Costanza. I never just do. Got into the sink when I looked in the mirror. Johnson was just finishing up, and he stepped away before zipping up, and I saw. I threw in the buffer so, reference. You know. I don't know why it just amused me. I saw it. I saw it in something. <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard a buffer in years. That's going right. On. That's funny. <laughs> That's how I work sometimes. Sometimes something stupid like that will just pop in, and I'm like, okay, i got to use that. Get ideas where you can. He just tucked it in and started talking. I, I'm not sure he even noticed. Well, then you're fine, right? He doesn't know anything happened. Um, these two worked really well off each other, mm-hmm. I thought. But what if he did? What if he did and would just um, James brought a lot to the table, and then Hannah just, she bounced off him very well. And, uh... It's really hard to do that when uh, when you're not in the same same uh, recording session. Mm. So I just I give props to actors when they can you know just pull off being in a room by themselves and then sound like they're talking to somebody. Yeah. Well, I, I know with Hannah and uh, James, they're both they're both really adaptable. They're lots of different roles. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I knew they they do were very well here. Especially Hannah, cause she's done like. 10 or 11 one-off roles in Kingery. Yeah. Someday yeah. we're going to give her a full role so she can stop <laughs> doing these one, one-time roles. Yeah. Well, even then, that character might die, and then yep. you come back. Speaking from experience. <laughs> oh, my too. <laughs> well? Well, you're good, except we got that meeting. Uh, I was very disappointed. Twitter did a bad thing to me. There's a joke in here about being a good egg. And, like, mm-hmm. a week after I submitted the script is when Twitter changed everybody to have that little person as their avatar oh, instead of the uh-huh. egg. Instead of the like, egg. Son of uh-huh. a gun, you ruined my joke. <laughs> That's oh, I just got to give props to James for, for falling out of his chair. <laughs> I hope he didn't do, do that. I hope, reels, he, so. I hope he did. <laughs> <laughs> I just put in the script that sound you make when you fall out of your chair. Yep, and he did it. He did sounded a fine job. Speaking of um, adaptability in, in different characters, uh, Zeke Alton is just phenomenal. He he plays John Little Johnson here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, right here, <laughs> and uh, he just does a phenomenal job. Yeah, it's a pun, Johnson and Johnson. Huh? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I got there. I got there. Well, the show, the mm-hmm. thing's called Johnson's Johnson, so. Right. Little Johnson. <laughs> and it's it's very much like, like I pictured it. Yep. 
little kind of in his head, yeah. uh, over over analyzing. Yeah, and it, the voice is kind of a combination of Mark Hamill as the Joker and Roger Rabbit, and that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good uh, good analy- analysis. Um, I actually he played him a lot a lot darker um, the first time around, mm-hmm. and um, I. I tried to do do something with it, uh, but I, I feel like the whimsical, you know, kind of, you know, like you said, Mark Hamill, Joker mm-hmm. kind of thing looked a lot better, so I just had him re, redo it. And luckily it's not a whole lot of lines, otherwise I wouldn't have right. said anything, but, <laughs> but I, he nailed it. Yeah, right on the head. Really good, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> oh, here's the, here's the egg joke. I referenced earlier, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's from my Twitter. <laughs> and I must say, we have a hell of a uh, shift in this episode, going from this mess to the wonderful piece that gets done that Josh did, and we have later. So, <laughs> you yeah. know, some writers. Yeah, it was just a transition when I heard it. I'm like, oh, this is the story that goes before it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, scripts are always in in need, mm-hmm. or we're always in need of scripts. So, mm-hmm. well, that's definitely one thing doesn't get enough attention is the job of, in this case, Cat having to link two very opposite yep. scripts together. Yep. And and sometimes they will have that whole yes. thing. Now, now, hold on, Stanley. Yeah, a lot of times they do. They do. They do. Kind of reflect each other or have some similarities, but. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll get stuff like this to where it's yeah, completely the opposite. <laughs> you you, yeah. you do? Totally my fault, of course. I was thinking about the meeting. This bit. Uh, we have a running gag at work um, about it's 2017, so anything goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when this came up, I, 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 I really enjoyed that bit. <laughs> well, it is 2017, and anything could happen, and probably will uh-huh. before the end of the week. Uh-huh. Yep. Stanley. <laughs> Relax. It's 2017. There it is. It's yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I decided to go from just the awkward, making it you know awkward enough that he confronts him about it, to make it even more awkward by asking him out. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have, I have to ratchet up the awkwardness to infinity. It's what I do. That's that's the best way to do it. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just it's just. Uh, one-dimensional. Right, exactly. But you, know, you have to find that fine line there also of not totally making it workplace harassment. This is just two guys right. asking each other out. One's gay, one's not. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> and that's awkward enough. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. Mr. Johnson. I mean, I'm flattered, and I mean, I don't have any problems with that. Like, Have you had that happen, Dave? Have I had that happen? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll discuss at a later time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'll just say I, I do admit I go both ways, but you know, so I've been in kind of awkward situations, but I'm also very bad at dating. So, gotcha. Report until Tuesday. No, Wednesday. After all this time, yeah. What's let's just uh, just give you a little more time to just digest <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Forget what you saw. And I'll forget you were staring at it during the meeting. Hmm? Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, thanks again. See you on Monday? Monday, yes. 
You'll forgive me if I don't shake. Little callback Little callback to earlier when he uh, left uh, midwash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> this little tag at the end is just brilliant. I love yeah. it. All because he saw the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now he's never going to be rid of it. Yay! <laughs> All time. Love the little Dixieland jazz there. It's great. Great music on that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I felt like, uh, you know, the whole thing was just whimsical, and, you know, so that's that's where I got that. And, again, with Kevin McLeod stuff, you can't really go wrong, because it's all There's something good. for everything. Yeah. No matter how bizarre. Yeah. Worry are holding you back, and that it is by happenstance when that helps you. Ready. That is. This is the bit that I was having trouble with. The whole. The biped starting to speak. <laughs> if I'd have known. Um, this whole bit about finding the sound effects to uh, to convey him taking the, the computer out of whatever it was that he was in was was difficult, just because who knows what that sounds like. Right. I was. I remember. I was listening to the sound. And I was just like, it sounds mm-hmm. gross and like oh, almost uh-huh. like an egg hatching. Yep. That's. Uh, I guess kind of what it was, but it was. Uh, it was more of a um, unplugging of a, from an from an organic matter. Right. Maybe that's interfering. But I don't know. But I think I'm dying. That's ridiculous. Don't say that. This is right where I got it's like, oh, I see uh-huh. where I see yep. where my story's coming yep. in. I see it. It's on the horizon. <laughs> Slowing down. What about Alice? We have to find Alice. I think we. It's uh yeah it's a. Uh, she did a great job. She always does, like uh, with stuff like this, because it's a, it's not an easy job to to transition from one to the other. No, I can't. I can't even like, yeah, especially with two mm-hmm. stories like ours. Yep, they're exactly. so different. I'm just like, I don't know how that's gonna work, <laughs> but all right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it did. It did work. Right. Yeah. And so, do you want to kind of give uh, talk about yours for a little while? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I had this idea. Um, I was actually seeing a counselor at the time and I was, you know, depressed and thinking, oh, my life doesn't matter or whatever. And knowing I was a writer, my counselor said, well, you should you should write a story about what it's like after you die and just work out some of these feelings you have. So I did that. And, you know, I ended up writing this story where I'm talking to death and death is just not having any of my crap. Wow. And it was, I love the idea so much that when Jeffrey asked me to, to write a script, I'm like, you know, let's go back to this and see where I can take this. Um, well, of course it's Chicago. 
it's so British. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Um, and Je Jeffrey warned me. He said, oh, yeah, this is the voice we got. I'm like, all right. And then I heard it. I'm like, it's like Scottish British. I'm like, all right. Right. Yeah. Um, I actually had two auditions or I had auditions for either, you know, the, the, the female and the male. And uh, this is actually Zeke Alton again, uh, the same guy who played Little Johnson in the one before. And that's, yeah, it's wow. just to say, you know, to show how, how versatile he is. I, I never would right, have guessed exactly. that. Um, and then um, it was uh, Sarah Golding. Uh, she was, she's actually British. Zeke is not. Um, and so when Zeke gave me the Irish um, audition, I just said, that's, that's great. And I want to go with that. And so I told Sarah, hey, can you do an Irish accent? She said, sure. And it ended up being what it is now. It, it was, yeah. And this is uh, Victor Aguilar as Tommy as well. Yeah, no, he, I, he did. Okay, I was like, when I was listening, I was like, this is exactly what it sounds That's like awesome. in my head. That's great. Like, like, I was not like, because with like the other two, it's so, it was mm -hmm. so different. And then this one was like, exactly. I'm like, you know, I'm actually really enjoying that some of it is the right right characteristics and inflections and stuff yeah it just it, it was it was just really great listening to their voices i, I, I thought they did a fantastic awesome. job well good i'm glad you glad you think I that i forget but i chat with all of them i haven't done this in years not since i was young <laughs> yeah so when i originally wrote the story like i wrote tommy as like being a kid okay. And I was like, I, that's going to be really hard to cast. And Jeffrey was like, yeah, see if you can just make him an adult again. But I kept the tree climbing yeah, bit like in there. Um, yeah, that, that wasn't easy to do either in, in audio. Because how can you see someone, you know, right? or hear someone? Right. I, 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 it was so weird because, like, I've never written just an uh -huh. audio script before. So like trying to figure out the sound effects, I'm just like, I'm just gonna put this in here, and I'm just gonna trust that they're gonna figure yeah, it out. And it, it works, yeah. <laughs> and, Don't I have grandkids yeah. older than me? You're the version of yourself that you always wanted to be, young and strong, and all the things men your age wish they still were. I'd wish it too. Uh, he, he, the Zeke's performance reminds me of, um, uh, what's the guy from the IT crowd? Oh gosh, that's gonna drive me nuts. Anyways, reminds me of another actor. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I, I sort of really picture him as sort of like that that old like sailor uh -huh. kind of person who comes in to the to the tavern and telling old tales of the sea. Like this, this is what I oh that's great with this. Chris O'Dowd. That's who it reminds me of. No, this is Sarah Golding as the female group. Imagine that. The boy, Emily. And now, is, the, is this... You said this was like a story of you talking to death. Is this... Was this part of it? The whole grandma thing? The, um, no, the, the part... The only part for the original story was just... Just me and death. Just in the graveyard initially. Um, and then... I just had this idea when, you know... Through the conversation they were having to all of a sudden have them go back to one of his old memories of the places mm. he loved um and it was originally him and his grandfather okay. um but we jeffrey suggested switching one of the characters to be female mm. i'm like 
you know, let's see if I can make this a grandmother instead. And just also knowing that was going to be a challenge with the voice to have one Grim Reaper yeah. but with two different voices. Oh, well, they pulled it off brilliantly, I thought. And they, I don't think either of them, yeah. no, I didn't send either of them their performances either, so. But I was just trying to change the scope. ended up working really well. <laughs> see, done. Now I don't have to wear it, and you don't have to look at it. <laughs> you know, most people, when they are ready to leave the graveyard, they, they go on. So you can see, like here, it's like she's starting to get a little bit impatient. She's like, "All right, all right, let's move along a little bit." Most people just want to get on to like heaven or whatever, and you're right, still yeah, here. Yeah. It's like that guy who doesn't know about um, personal space. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I can yeah, do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's just hang out here. Not a ghost, Tommy. All right, not any more than. I mean, yeah, I think if I was in that situation, that I would want to, I, I would be pretty curious and want to find out more. How long have people been dying? Forever. Close yeah, yeah. I mean, Tommy is de definitely me in a lot of respects. I mean, since, I mean that is where I came out of. Um, so let's. I just pushed it a lot further than I probably sure. would take it. Because again, that's the that's the whole making it more than a one dimension story. Right. And it was more like I mean, making death more than one dimensional character mm -hmm. too. I that was like huge part of why I I definitely decided to make this bit. <laughs> I yeah, I love that because I don't I don't remember right if I I don't, I don't think, think I wrote that and. <laughs> And she did, and I'm just like, that's great. Mm -hmm. that, that was a, that was a great little bit. I was like, I didn't even think of that, and that's just a little great addition to it. <gasps> You're the one to put me in a dress, aren't you? <laughs> it's fun to hear what other actors will is from a writing standpoint to see what other actors or people will think of you, what you wrote, and get their perspective on it. And... Or a dead body, right? Huh. But you know, I I know dead. And I know it's not down there. <laughs> yeah, and I, you can definitely see like they got like it's like they're they're, they're seeing the lines and they're like oh they're they're looking at it this way and I'm like that's not how I was seeing it but you know what that right. works. <laughs> there, there, there are a lot of places I'm like this is a lot better than what I actually wrote. That's so fun. Um, and it's also interesting too because oh pardon me. Um, you know once you send it off. You know, you kind of not necessarily give up all the creativity, but you kind of do leave it in the hands of other people and then you kind of get nervous about what they're going right. to do with it and stuff. But um, most of the time, from my experience, it's been it's been a positive thing. Right. No, it's it's been great. Like actually hearing something I wrote performed by by other people. I'm just like, this is great. I feel like I hit the big time and. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it kind of, as far as like, uh, from just writing short stories to actually having something produced, it kind of is a, a big deal, you know? Yeah, no, it's a huge, it's a huge jump, and it was, it was really exciting, like, when I saw the email and I got to actually, like, listen to it, and I'm like, I was so excited, I'm like, yes! I've been waiting for this for like seven months now. Well, I'm glad that that it did well on your mind. Now the um, oh the George R R Martin jokes. No one talks about life or that, just death. Sometimes. 
times. I think the death is. Yeah, in, in the in one of the original drafts, like she spent so much time here, just like talk, like just throwing out different quotes about death from different writers. I'm just like, yeah, I don't need this. People know these. Let's just mention the names and move on. Right. Because I think. Right. It's like does this isn't necessary if they have those. Thank. <laughs> then perhaps I, I'd I'd read Tolkien. Or, or or journey to the west hmm? or, or oh or the bible oh did i hear that's a good sounds so grandmotherly right. yeah there. sounds so weathered but the bible none of you could die hmm? would you have anything left to write about we write about love and nature sometimes um this kind of ties um uh Dave Morgan to this uh, episode again because um, the the sound effects that I used for him digging are the same sound effects from a previous episode where he actually got murdered by the person digging. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, and that's the last time I, I used the uh, the sound effect too. Yeah, the sound effects. It's good considering that yeah earlier they mentioned that maybe he's digging up a body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it was yeah, that body. Until later, of course. But. You know, I like trees and... I'll, I'll do... Um, this one um, uh, is just really nice to listen to. Um, it's not a whole lot of thinking involved because they do it for you, but it's also just, you know, a, a good perspective on death. And, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily quote-unquote grim as everybody seems to make it. So it's just good. It's, a ni- it's nice to listen to uh, that kind of perspective. It, it was definitely fun to write because I definitely like, do you think we sometimes see death as like this ultimate sort of mm-hmm. evil? And like one of the things I wanted to do with it was really, really making death a little bit more human. Um, and that ended up, even though that's not where I started, that's definitely what ended up being the entire point of the entire story. What's to put in here? So much that I already don't remember. Oh, you will. As we'll get to in a minute. You don't need the box anymore. You won't see it again. What would you put in there now, hmm? Really? And are these uh, memories? I mean, they're. Are you? Are you married? I, I am not. Okay. I am chronically single. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I, I feel like as as an old man coming mm. in, writing as an old man who died and come back in the young body, I'm like, I have to give him a whole bunch of life sure. events. Yeah, I was just going to um, ask if they were personal events. None of these, no. Maybe someday, except for the, uh, hopefully the burning down the university part. <laughs> Maybe not that uh, part. I hope not. <laughs> um. I was just asking specifically because of the journey reference. The uh, walking down the aisle to journey. Oh yeah, no, I, I just I, w- I would love that. I thought that would like be something I, I would enjoy. Because rather than making it sort of a somber <laughs> thing, but making it like let's just make it like a a, a rock sure. show. Yeah, uh, let's have fun with that it. Would be cool. um, and I did really want to show, like, these characters were 
were something different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was... Because we don't see any of that except for him after he's dead. And so, well, what do we have left? Right. Well, we have these ridiculous memories of him. You know, of, of his wife dancing at the wedding or of their, their son blowing up the school. You never get to go there, do you? This forward into eternity is not part of the deal for the Grim Reaper, is it? Oh, no, 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 no. It's all back and forth, you know? Very, be a heck of a job transporting people from from life to death. <laughs> I, 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 would, I don't think I would have the patience no. for that. After, after, after a few years of just escorting people back and forth, I don't think I would, I would have any patience left for them. Right, because it's going to be most of the same. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm dead. Right, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, shut up and just get moving. Exactly. Which again, is probably what most people would, would do, but then in this case, we've got Tommy, who's, who's just kind of curious, and like, what happened, and what's going to happen. Right, let, let's, let's, let's talk, let's talk right. about things. Like, I, I want to engage you as a person, even though you're just this <laughs> personified concept and they're like all right let's go it's really cool really unique and i think that this is uh the longest episode you know in a long time actually i when i've listened like i just jumped back and forth all over the place to what i've sounds so i haven't really followed it linearly oh yeah so and you don't have to right, yeah it's nice people to, to, for the most part except for the rapper i've been doing willie is up there sure. already i'd kind of like to see her now well then, let's not keep the dead lady waiting. Mm. Did you have a box of memories? Um, I, I, yes. I mean, they're much more more physical. Um, just like a sure. lot of small things that are tied to specific memories. Okay, um, cool. I'm very bad at actually throwing you know crap away. <laughs> I was wrong. It was, the last episode was 37 minutes. This one's 32. Oh. <laughs> okay, but that's cool. I like... That's I have trouble throwing things away, too, and I can relate for sure. And I'm sure a lot of people can, because when it comes to memories, those things are, you know, they're close to your heart, and, and if you throw them away, you might end up forgetting. Right. Them. Right. And then, it, especially there at the end, passing it onward to somebody else to... Have their memories instead. Mm. Let's go. Uh, this is Cat Pride coming back as Alice. Or running away, rather. <laughs> you are ready. And there's a big cliffhanger for you. More of these sound of like birthing sounds. Yeah, which is completely intentional because of what's happening. Right. I, I figured. I hope that's what's going on because that's what I'm hearing here. We'll see. I may have said too much just now. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Josh. Yeah. Dave, thanks for having for me. me. Yeah, and right. we ho I hope to see you guys uh, soon in the in the near future with more shorts. Yeah, I've got a few in the works. Je Jeffrey's been like right. hounding me. It's like more scripts. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Yeah. Uh, once you've written once, we're gonna want you back. 
I, I, I enjoyed it. So it's definitely something I'm Great. trying to work on. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Ah. Hope to see you, see you soon and uh, have a good night. Yeah, you too. Have a good night.